the Start Your Own Business podcast. Hear inspiring startup stories and get reliable expert advice on how to start your business and get off to the best possible start. Brought to you by Startup Donut, helping small businesses succeed. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, best-selling author and host of the award-winning e-commerce Masterplan podcast. It's a real privilege to be a part of this brand new podcast, which is packed with practical advice intended to help you to successfully set up a new business and get off to a great start. We want to help you to save time and save money when starting your business and avoid some of those common pitfalls. This is the Start Your Own Business podcast by Startup Donut in association with the Federation of Small Businesses. And I cannot think of two more brilliant organisations to turn to for information when starting or running your own small business. Throughout this series, we're going to be answering key startup questions, and you'll also be able to learn from the most reliable experts of all. That's the people who've started their own business, people who've been there and done it. We're going to bring you some great real-life startup stories. In today's episode, though, we're talking money, how to manage it, where you can get it, and much more. Before we meet our guest and get into all of that, please do check out our sponsors. This series of the Start Your Own Business podcast is brought to you by Startup Donut in association with the Federation of Small Businesses. Running your own business is exciting. You've got a great idea, the ambition to succeed and lots of questions about how you can make your business a success in tough times. That's why the Federation of Small Businesses is behind you every step of the way, whatever your ambitions. FSB is proud to be the leading voice of 5.8 million small businesses and self-employed people like you across the UK, working to promote and protect your interests. With 24-7 legal support, nationwide virtual networking events, market-leading benefits and a powerful voice heard in governments, FSB are by your side so you can get it right from day one. The new startup hub has everything you need to know about starting a business, including business law basics, finance fundamentals and how to secure your first sale. From startup to scale up, start your business journey with FSB. Find out more and download the free startup guide today by visiting fsb.org.uk forward slash start. It's time to introduce our startup expert, Guy Bridge. Guy is the CEO of FinPoint, which is a technology-based business finance platform that makes it easier for SMEs and their advisors to find the right business finance options. FinPoint works with the Federation of Small Businesses and many other organisations that support SMEs. Previously, for 25 years, Guy worked in banking for HSBC, RBS and others, so he's highly experienced when it comes to helping small businesses to find the funding they need. Hello, Guy. Hello, Chloe, and thank you very much for that very generous introduction. Um, I'm pleased to be here today and pleased to be part of, of this podcast for the uh, Federation of Small Businesses. Very briefly, I, I got involved with uh, biz, uh, small businesses for the last 25 years, as you say, in my career in banking and finance. And I, I left that to set up a, a small consulting business uh, to help uh, SMEs or small businesses on the financing issues uh, at, in, in view of the experience I've got in, in strategy, lending and business management. And it's been an exciting journey. Uh, and I myself joined a startup 
when I moved into the fintech industry after leaving banking. And that's really where, you know, I've got even more passionate about uh, what, what the subject we're talking about today. Because uh, for many uh, people that are looking to start their own business, it's a huge challenge. Uh, but it's an exciting one. And uh, anything I can do today to help uh, and guide people, then I'm, I'm pleased to be part of it. Excellent. We're glad to have you here, Guy, because I know that the money side of it is one of those things which which can it can kind of stop people from getting started, and it can cause you know challenges as people go along. So I think whilst we are here to talk about how you can fund your startup, let's start from a slightly different angle, which is why should we be trying to minimise our costs as a startup? Why should we be trying to avoid spending more than we need to? Well, I think it's a good question, but I mean, the simple answer is many startups don't have uh, a significant amount of capital or resources of their own to actually invest uh, and to get themselves up and running. The good thing is, though, that um, setting up a company or, you know, even starting a, 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 a trading company is relatively inexpensive in, in the administrative side. Uh, so that's always a positive. But I think the simple answer is, you know, a lot of people don't have the resources. They can't. They don't have uh, security that they can provide to, to get uh uh, financing externally and I think that's one of the crucial things for startups generally speaking you will have to finance the initial steps yourself although as we go through the discussion this afternoon there are one or two avenues that will be able to help you do that uh, and we'll we'll touch on those but you know it's always better and prudent as a, as a startup to actually be very clear where you're going to need the financing and I think one of the things that might be covered in some of the other podcasts in this series, it's how you've gone about setting up your company, what type of company is most appropriate, what sort of level of detail um, you've, you've put together in, in, in planning for your business, your market research, the details of your product or service, how in-depth you, you've done that uh, planning and, and preparedness to, to start the business. And I think it's those what seem as soft issues, but they're rather crucial issues to begin with. So it requires hard work and you've got to do the preparation. And I think that's key for any business that they should think of. It's not about how little do I have to start a business. You can start a business on, on £100 and it can be then successfully taken forward. And I, I've known a number that uh, have started manufacturing, for example, as one that I knew was doing jewellery from home, and it's become quite a substantial business worth uh, a number of millions of pounds currently. So it, it doesn't have to be on a shoestring, but the key point to remember is to have a good, simple plan, have done your research, um, and that plan, for example, only needs to be a one-pager. It doesn't have to be a big uh, document. And secondly, to have a basic cash flow forecast. What do you anticipate spending in the first year? And then manage that as, as you go through uh, building up the business from, from day one, really. Um, so that, that's what I would say for that. Um, and I know a lot of people's eyes, ears even, eyes, ears have pricked up at the word cash flow. So everyone listening, we will get into that very shortly, I promise you. But before before we get into that, guys, I just want to kind of, it's interesting what you're saying, because it is, as you said, it's something which we've covered a lot as a, a kind of a, an approach, I suppose, to starting in the episodes, which is... There are lots of things you need to do. And in each of those things, you can do it spending an awful lot of money or you can do it spending not very much money. And the important thing to do is to work out where you should be spending your money and not just spend it everywhere, I suppose. Would you agree? I would. I would. I think it's worthwhile 
um, you know, if you need to spend money to do a little bit of research to see whether or not your product is, is going to uh, have an impact, is there a market and are people prepared to buy it, then I think that, that would be worth doing. But it does depend on the business. Are you actually manufacturing something or seeking to manufacture something? Are you looking to provide a service? So it does depend on what you want to do. And I think um, the areas for actually... Uh, it's more if you're manufacturing, then you've got to have the suppliers where you're going to get your raw materials and so on. If it's a service, it doesn't necessarily have to be that much upfront cost at all. Uh, so it does depend on the type of business. And, and uh, as you say, you probably covered that in other podcasts. Okay, let's come around to cash flow then. So Guy, everyone's going, what is cash flow? That's what we need to know. It's a simple, simple metric, really. I think everybody gets very scared about it and uh, a fact that many businesses or small businesses might not realise, but only 5% of the nearly 5 million companies in the UK have people that are finance directors, also experienced finance managers. So um, most businesses uh, find the aspects of finance and raising money difficult and challenging, but it doesn't have to be. And I think that's that's one of the key uh, messages I'd like to get across today. But a cash flow, what is it? It's basically planning. What sort of uh, expenditure are you, are you likely to have? What are your requirements to what goods do you have to buy to produce your product? What what um, office or, or service or materials for providing your own uh, service do you need to, 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 to expend? So from that perspective, it's literally putting in a spreadsheet. I think most people could do a spreadsheet now and saying, right, in week one, have I covered the eventualities, what what am I needing to spend that week on what? And it's as simple as that, really. So if you if you need to rent office space, what is it for that? If you need to buy in computer equipment uh, and how much that's going to cost, do you need to rent machinery and so forth? And it's working through all the, the detail that are required to actually provide for the business or the service that you're doing. And the best thing to do is it, Plan it out for a year, but actually within your spreadsheet, try and do it on a weekly basis. Because if you can do it on a weekly basis, I think that would be helpful for the success of the business. The one thing which I've always personally struggled with with cash flow, and yes, guys, I'm still struggling with many of these things you do as startups. It never goes away. Um, is with cash flow is how long the cash I've got should last. You know, because you, you you kind of extrapolate it over the year, and there'll be a point at which you run out of cash based on what you've got on hand and, you know, because you haven't yet sent out invoices and all the rest of it. So should we make sure we've got enough money to last a month, to last a couple of months, to last three months? What's what's reasonable for someone starting up? I think most people have the objective if they're starting a business for it to be a success. So I think it's, it's very good uh, practice to actually have a broader perspective for your first year of trading. Where do you wish to be in a year's time? But of course, to get to that point in time, you've got to build up the, the product sets, build up your customer base, or indeed uh, set about to build the product before you can actually sell it. So um, right at the outset, it's, it's that first month is rather critical. What are my outgoings versus what are my incomings in, in, into the business? And I think it's those two, two metrics, you know, what do I have to spend and what revenue am I likely to make? in a short period of time. And if you do it month by month, that's how you end up with your, your yearly cash flow. But I think initially set yourself a year's clear target. Where do you want to be at the end of the year? And then as you go through that year, and, and many large businesses do it, they'll revise the forecast. 
So after three months, you look at it, you say, well, actually, I've earned more than I expected to, or I spent more than I expected to. How am, how am I going to reposition this? But it's also especially good to have a backup plan. So as part of your thinking and your research, well, if it doesn't go according to the way I intended and I haven't got the level of revenue that I anticipated, what level of resources or backup have you got? Have you got that that uh, additional uh, balance, for example, uh, in, a, in a deposit account that you can use? Have you got a potential for a grant uh, that you could apply for? And there are a number of things that, that uh, you, you might be able to apply for, but again, it's, it's very uh, industry and business specific. Or indeed, can I actually get a, a startup loan of some shape or form to facilitate, uh, and you could build that into your original cash flow forecast. Well, I'm going to apply for this before I actually start the business to see whether or not I'm going to get that initial level of capital that I can can run for the first period of the business. So it does depend. There are a number of metrics, but it's all about you know your income and expenditure. And I think the best way to do it, and it's what uh, um, one of the schemes that uh, is operated by the British Business Bank is to have that person to, to view it on a personal basis and what, what 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 would you need if it was your own personal circumstances what would it be as a survival budget uh, and i think that's that's the way to view it for your business because ultimately you know if you're going to manage your finance your personal finance as well i think you'll you'll be successful in your business finances Managing via cash flow can be a great way of making sure you avoid some of the, the hideous moments of startup journeys where you run out of cash because it will stop you from doing that because you'll know what you can afford to spend and how much you need to generate. Absolutely. And I think that's what a lot of people forget. Oh, well, I've done this forecast and then the, you know they don't look at it again. Managing, and I've, I've done it in my career, you manage your, your business on the cash that comes in and out of the bank accounts. And so cash is king to use a historic phrase but uh, it's better than doing um, more complicated uh, forecasting and planning until you're a size where where obviously you can get professional help for that. Excellent. Well, Guy, during your, your cash flow answer, you were touching on different places we can get money from because as we've discussed, there's there's clearly some costs of starting up. However bootstrapped we, we make it, we're still going to have to spend something. So where where could we get that from? Do we you know put in our own money? I think anybody that's starting a business that isn't prepared to invest a, sh- a small amount in, in the business they're setting up probably is is not going to start with the right frame of mind. So I think you've got to be prepared to put something on the table, but you don't have to. Uh, but I think it's important uh, to think that you ought to. In terms of places to go, there's plenty of places to go, online tools and, and, and so on to f- help facilitate finding finance, but also for the advice and guidance. And certainly, um, the Federation of Small Businesses has a, a startup hub, and they've got a, a, a very simple guide that is free to, to listeners, um, that, so you don't have to be an FSB member to access that. And it goes through the various stages. I think it's a seven-point guide as to, to what you can do for setting up your company and, and on the financing side as well. But more specifically, uh, Chloe, to your question, the one key scheme that's available to most startups, but it is predicated on a good, clear plan and a forecast is the British Business Bank uh, startup loan scheme that enables businesses to borrow up to £25,000 or directors of a business up to a limit of £100,000. Um, it's at a fixed interest rate, out to 6%, uh, up to a five-year period. Uh, and there will be some mentoring as part of that. 
But I, you know, and they've they've helped uh, as a, a little insight. They've helped over seventy five thousand businesses since it was established, and provided uh, I think it's seven hundred odd million pounds of, of capital to businesses. But the crucial thing for that is you've got to plan. You can't just expect to get it because it's it's like a quasi personal loan in that you're responsible. It's unsecured, but it is a loan even though it's startup um, funding effectively. And I think that's one of the main areas where you can easily, well, not easily, but where you can get uh, support. There are uh, another a point worth mentioning is that uh, there's probably at any given time over 1,500 grants, regional, specific for different industries that the government or government uh, quangos might make available to businesses. But very little of that is for startup companies. Uh, and I think that is a, an important thing to note. So anybody listening, it is not easy to get a grant for early stage businesses. But that shouldn't put you off because there are one or two avenues, as I say, available. The best is the startup loan scheme. And through the Federation of Small Businesses and their their funding platform, you can get access to that. So um, that is one, one key place to go. Definitely sounds well worth a look. Um, you mentioned uh, the British Business Bank Startup Scheme. And I suspect some of the listeners will have heard the 6% interest rate and gone, will I be better off remortgaging my house? So um, should you, you know, we, we said about it, it's good to put some of your own money in because, you know, it, it proves you're really invest, literally invested in it. Should we go as far as remortgaging our existing properties if we're planning on starting a business is that is it worth it or is that a bit risky i i would always caution again anybody taking finance or getting finance on their personal asset for their business i think that is something that you might have to do as the business grows but in at the at the outset unless you're very very confident about your business plan and idea and know that you're going to get a certain amount of revenue and meet therefore the commitments that you're making i i, I certainly wouldn't be uh, one to advocate that but yeah, in, in due course, you might you might have to. I think if one has a network of friends and family, a lot of businesses, probably forty eight percent of small businesses in in the UK, actually get resources from friends and family and and contacts. So that is always a route to to consider. There's no harm in applying before you actually uh, commit yourself to the business in a in a way uh, to, to to try and apply for a startup loan or indeed one or two grants that might be available in your local region. And again, it's difficult to cover on a podcast because there are so many, but there are specific things. So, for example, if you're providing some a new technical innovation to help, I don't know, um, production of goods on a, on a, on a farm and, and try to, to save resources there, and that's a poor example, but you could be eligible for actually some support in, in achieving that objective. So it's, it's worth having a look at some of the grants and loans that are out there just in case there's something in our area but and our area of business as well as potentially our geographical area but we should probably be assuming that we're going to need to self-fund initially or go to the British Business Bank for their startup scheme I think it's fair to say yes you, you, you're going to have you're going to struggle to get external financing there are very few, even with the alternative finance sector that we have now, there are very few that will, will support early stage companies. But some of them will, so you can't rule it out. And again, 
that's where the FSB funding platform could come in, in into to its own, in that you, it doesn't cost you anything in that instance to utilize the, the, the funding platform of the FSB. You do have to be a member, but it, it doesn't cost you as a member to use it. And as part of that process, you'll get some advice and guidance anyway, and you'll get that relative, you'll get it pretty quickly within 48 hours. You'll get a view as to whether or not your opportunity or your business idea is likely to, to succeed. So, so there are things that you can do. And again, there are plenty of free services, um, advice and guidance through local growth hubs, which uh, provide something, you know, perhaps broader in, in on a regional perspective than the Federation of Small Businesses. And, and they can help provide uh, some, some insight as to whether or not there is a specific grant for your particular business. So it's worth looking, but that comes as part of the research also that a business should be doing when they're, when they're set, setting themselves up and, and putting together their plan. It strikes me, Guy, that whether we're, we're doing this self-funded or we're going to go out and apply for some grants or some loans or even you know ask our friends and family for money, we need some kind of cash flow and other plan in place. So is there, is there accounting software that can help us with that that you'd recommend? Again, I wouldn't necessarily, but there's plenty of the online tools that, that you can uh, use. Um, most cloud accounting platforms, they probably will provide a free trial and they will have cash flow tools within that. So you can set yourself a budget. You obviously, you have to provide the various data inputs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, it can give you a, a good idea as to what what areas that you might need to cover, whether it's, um, you know, as I say, rent, uh, rental of goods or, or, or services. But um, yeah, so, so there's plenty of tools that are available to, to, to utilize for that. But I think, you know, simple spreadsheets uh, are relatively easy to do as well, uh, as we touched on. And of course, an awful lot cheaper, even though even if you've got a free trial, you have to start paying eventually. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, they are cheaper, but it, 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 you're going to have to do some planning for that. Um, but it's the, the, the good thing about cloud accounting might be that it's going to highlight some areas where you might not have thought you needed to, to look at or you just weren't aware of. Um, so I think uh, that's that's where that could ha- could be helpful. Definitely. And, and it strikes me as well, Guy, that um, that we're talking about kind of, it looks like for a lot of people listening, they're going to be self-funding this, which then kind of comes down to, is there any of my existing expenses I can maybe put against the business, you know, to help help ourselves financially in terms of, you know, especially with people starting up businesses from home? Is there any expenses they can they can put onto the business if they're using their home for their business? There are. I mean, the, the government gives a modest allowance or the HMRC gives a modest allowance if you're working from home and you can claim that through your um, self-assessment. But there are other, uh, a number of other allowable expenses. I mean, one does have to be careful if you're, whether it's a limited company or, or a sole trader relationship, because you have to. There's, there's rules about keeping receipts and, and what type of allowable expenses. But you may be able to claim expenses for using your home as an office, as you rightly say, um, claiming for office equipment and computers that you might use, and even the utilities that you use at your home. So you can actually claim back a portion of uh, heat and power. But again, there's, there's a lot of advice uh, that can be provided through government websites on that. And actually, um, the government.gov, uk.gov website is actually very good for that and giving you a broad overview as to what is acceptable and what isn't. But the rules are a little bit more complex for limited companies. So uh, I would certainly uh, urge any, any listener to, to, to go to the gov.uk websites for that. And as I say, it's, it's very um, uh, informative. One other thing, and I, I'm not a great 
one for promoting someone, but I think crunch.co.uk is one organization that is trying to do a lot to help early stage businesses. And it's a very simple process. So that's, that's someone else I would, I would suggest could be looked at to, to help. Excellent. Well, Guy, look, we've we've covered a lot of ground um, in today's episode, which I'm sure has has helped the audience kind of clarify their thoughts and their plans a little bit and given them some more things to go away and do. But what would you say is the key thing you'd like them to take away from this episode? I think the key thing, it's, it's, it's crucial really, as I touched on earlier, um, is to plan well. I mean, it sounds rather trite, but you know, you, you've got to do your research and you've got to know what you want to produce. Uh, and the other thing is that there are a multitude of online tools available, but also information. Um, and uh, certainly the Federation of Small Businesses, as I say, can help a lot with that. They've got a startup hub and they've got a whole range of other services that uh, will be covered in, in the podcast series where you can get legal assistance, uh, insistence on insurance and, and branding and marketing. So there's a whole range of services that they can provide. But the key message, message would be definitely to plan well and to put together a clear sort of budget, but treat it as if it was a personal budget. Um, and I think then you're, you're going a long way to succeeding in your business plan. You know, before we finish, I mean, I think what I'd like to also say to listeners um, that I hope some of my comments so far have been helpful. The company, as, as you introduced, uh, I run is, is Finpoint, but we're a regulated, uh, FCA regulated finance platform. And we help uh, SMEs of all sizes and stages in their development day in, day out. Uh, and I think where, why the we have the partnership with the Federation of Business, Small Businesses is very much we see uh, SMEs as uh, at the heart of what we do. We're actually trying to drive down the cost of financing uh, and get the best terms available for any given situation. Uh, I mean, our business, uh, our service is simple. It's an online process. And the easiest way to, to access it is probably through the Federation of Small Businesses because we, we provide the technology to them. Uh, and the backup and support behind that. And so if anybody is interested, they could go and visit the FSB funding platform, all one word, .co.uk, uh, and see see what uh, information is on there. But also I'd, I'd recommend they look at the startup hub that uh, the FSB has got. And again, that's that can be found through the fsb.org website. Uh, that's been brilliant. And thank you for letting us know where we can uh, we can get in contact with you in the future, Guy. That is, um, those various websites sound absolutely brilliant. And we'll make sure they're all in the show notes to make it really easy for people to find it. So thank you for joining us and being such a great guest. Thank you very much, Chloe. What an excellent guest on a highly complex topic. Now, get your plan right, whether you're investing your own money, bootstrapping or looking to raise money to launch with loans and grants, you're going to need to be confident of success. And that comes from having your plans in place. That's my first takeaway from our chat with Guy. My second would be that cash flow is worth spending the time to get to understand, to build that spreadsheet, because it's a brilliant way to manage your business in the early days, to make sure you're spending at the right time and increasing cash through sales or investment at the right time too. Now you can get the notes from this episode and links to all the juicy free and paid resources we mention at startupdonut.co.uk forward slash podcast. And that's donut spelt D-O-N-U-T. So startupdonut.co.uk forward slash podcast. There you will also find a wealth of advice and guides to help you launch and grow. 
As you know, this series is here to hold your hand through setting up and launching your new business. So next up, we're going to be talking to someone who's been there and done it. We're going to be talking to the founder of a street food business who built up his street food business and then became a restaurant owner as well. Lots of lessons in that one. And it's a really fascinating listen too. Look, if you're enjoying the series, please spread the word and tell any others you know who are setting up a business right now. Thanks to FSB for making this whole series possible. And don't forget to download their free startup guide. Details coming in a moment. Running your own business is exciting. You've got a great idea, the ambition to succeed, and lots of questions about how you can make your business a success in tough times. That's why the Federation of Small Businesses is behind you every step of the way, whatever your ambitions. The FSB Startup Hub has everything you need to know about starting a business, including business law basics, finance fundamentals, and how to secure your first sale. From startup to scale up, start your business journey with FSB. Find out more and download a free startup guide today by visiting fsb.org.uk/start.